Whiskey and Nerds Podcast. Okay, we have plenty to talk about as Comic-Con was last week. We do, and it was. On Whiskey and Nerd Talk. But first, a couple years ago, or like a year and a half ago, I picked a whiskey. You did pick a whiskey. And it's taken a year and a half to get it because the company got bought out and their distribution went to fucking sideways. Yeah. So they weren't able to get the barrel. I'm not going to lie. It's a very interesting smell. It does not smell like a normal whiskey. No. Well, it's 100% wheat whiskey. Yeah. For one. So you're not getting corn. It smells very grainy. I feel like we should let this sit out for like half an hour. It's exactly and what then, you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because I feel like we're going to hate this first sip. And we're going to come back to it at the very last sip. We're like, you know, that actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. This going to be the one that grows on us because it just sat out. Oh, don't swirl and sniff. <laughs> I got a whole lot of wheat. I'm a big bread with what's in my nose right now. That's exactly what it smells like. Oh, my goodness. It smells like raw dough. Yeah, raw wheat bread dough. Which, that's the rule. They're like, look, this is really good, but you need to let it breathe for like 30 minutes. Yeah. You should, wait, oh, there it is. You should keep the cap, the cork off. <laughs> well, it <laughs> sat there for like 15. It did. It, it did, yeah. sat there for another like 10. It's actually a lot better than I was expecting it to be. Same. There's a weird. Almost like a cola note. Cola. I don't know. I was going to say butterscotch. Butterscotch cola. I got a little bit of butter, butterscotch cola. Butterscotch soda. Would that technically be like a cream soda? I think that's what. It, I, yeah, I mean cream soda. That's what I got on it. Like when I tried the original. But the first, the first, the first flavor that came in was not. No, the it first ends flavor. With yeah, it ends in a cream soda. The first flavor was a little harsh. Yeah, I, I'd say peppery just because it's kind of spicy. It is a high proof. It's fifty eight. Yeah. So. It's, it's a little spicy. I'm going to let that continue to air out. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the original. And then I got asked to do this barrel pick. And I was like, well, fuck it. It's a barrel pick. So let's go. And then I got it. And I remember I picked this because I thought it smelled the best out of the three options that we had. Mm-hmm. And that was a year and a half ago. My yes, we constantly talk about our palates evolving and growing and changing. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't have any memory of. Oh, it definitely smelled like this. I remember. Oh, it really smelled really good at the time. Here we are, a year and a half later. It's unique. The barrel has aged more. Yeah. So I don't know. I wonder how much longer it sat in a barrel after you guys picked it. Picked it. Or if this has just been sitting in a bottle on a shelf in a warehouse. Because this is technically about five years old. Yeah. It was poured and or it was barreled. In 17. In 17. And then they would have just bottled it here within the last 
few months. So if they bottled it just recently, then that means it aged another year and a half. And it's smaller barrels, not the bigger ones. So yeah, so it aged quicker. In theory. Hmm. So I wonder how much it changed from what you guys originally tasted to now. And and there, the the interesting thing is, the cool thing is, there's no way to know because your your palate has also changed yeah. too. So I could go so back all and try variables. Like if they had a leftover sample of that original one. Yeah. And they're like, "This is what you picked. You you right there." The guy was like. <laughs> The guy with the this podcast, I'm like, this is one you picked. I'm like, smells like a butthole, tastes like a butthole. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. So. Interesting. Hmm. It is still cool to say that, hey, I picked this barrel. Something I have yet to do. Something on our bucket list. We'll do it once before our life ends. I really want to do like a new riff, though. I've fallen so hard for new riff. It's new ridiculous. Riff is delicious. It is. I've already almost kind killed of like that. a licorice on the front of the back. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so on the palate. So I uh, think Twizzlers. Not the strawberry pull and peel kind, the actual straight Twizzlers. Nothing? I don't get it as much. Okay. I do, I'm still getting the cream soda finish. Um, I get more candied, candied something on the front end. Maybe I'm just psychosomatic, the uh, Twizzler aspect on it. But I got like a yeah. chewy, I guess, cherry, fruity candy. Chewy cherry rope. That's the other thing is like, for me, cherry is such a distinct negative for me. Yeah. That like, if I do taste cherry, oh, I taste cherry. Yeah. And I don't like it. The Blade Rummer, if you put a cube in there, yeah. it takes all that unique complexity in that very delicious whiskey. Mm-hmm straight cherry syrup and it's pretty undeniable that it is flat out cherry you're drinking cherry kool-aid interesting and i'm like you it's weird that that can turn into that with it being such a stronger bourbon Mm -hmm. less cherry i say stronger bourbon like cherry is not a bourbon note when it 100 is yeah Um, i mean maker's mark literally prides itself on it yeah oh the perfect cherry bomb of flavor Fuck that noise. That sucks. I want, I want a Baker's Mark so much more than I actually do. Right. Mostly as like a home team thing. You're like, yeah. I like bourbon like, and you guys are you it. guys. And it's just, unless you get the specialty ones oh, yeah. with the those special finishes. Good. Yeah. Oh my God. Some of those can be really good. Yeah. But when you just hand me the regular red dip. Yeah. It is still, it is still a top tier for an old fashioned. Like if you need an yeah. old fashioned at a restaurant. Because they're always going to have makers. Every Mexican restaurants have makers. Yeah. Um, so that'd be an, that'd be an interesting skit to do for the podcast. Is what is the best whiskey you could put in an old fashioned at a restaurant? So you know you're always going to have you're always going to have Jameson. You're always going to have makers, but you're not always going to have Woodford. Yeah. You're always going to have Elijah Craig. You know it's weird. Buffalo Trace is starting to pop up more and more. It is, especially in restaurants because they have special distribution. Mm-hmm. And the Buffalo Trace Trace Old Fashion. Yeah. I don't know why I developed a lisp all of a sudden, but <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Trace Old Fashion is becoming more and more popular. Yeah. Even uh, Buffalo Wild Wings had their own Buffalo Wild mm-hmm. Wings store pick that was from Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. That shows you how crazy bourbon is getting. Buffalo Wild Wings at a store. It pick. actually got to a point that I tried to buy one of the models. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> 
we legally can't do that, sir. I'll give you $15. That's what it's worth. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I think I had, unless I got rid of it, I got rid of it. Um, I like this so much more than I thought I would. It's actually really good. It's growing, right? Yeah. I mean, I liked it in the beginning. I like Sip One. No, it's I, uh, I can't say I like Sip One. Like, I want to like it. Like, I, I want to. Yeah. Because that way I can say, I totally picked this. Instead of be like, I picked this like a year and a half ago, and I don't remember, and it happens to suck. I don't know what yeah. will happen. You know what I got on the last sip? It's like, so sometimes when you're not trying to think about what something tastes like, that's when you can actually tell what it tastes like because you're not trying to think about it. You're not trying to overthink it. I got um, caramel syrup. Like you put on ice cream? Yeah. Not like the fudge, but like the syrup. The syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Comes out of squeeze tube. Yeah. That's what I got on that one. And it just, it's it's because it's a uh, barrel proof, it feels a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of went down like syrup too. And I was like, hmm, that was really enjoyable. Oily. I imagine water would. Yeah, kind of like pour this. some of this over some vanilla ice cream and just go to town. It's like that whiskey infused uh, ice creams. Just get a tub of like some vanilla bluebell, let it melt, mix some of this in, then refreeze it. My favorite ice cream to this day is the Whiskey Biz ice cream. That's the, the Ben and Jerry. The Ben and Jerry's, and they use the uh, piggyback rye. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember that. And it also has uh, a specific kind of white chocolate fudge in it, caramel in it, uh, white chocolate chips. Uh, oh, white chocolate ganache is what was in it. I don't remember if I had that or not. I think I did. I think I had it here. If you haven't, we're going to Target after this because one, I've been craving it, and two, it is so fucking good. <laughs> Deal. I will crush a pint of that thing by myself. Yeah, we'll get whiskey drunk, then we'll get ice cream drunk. We'll get ice cream wasted. Ice cream, yeah. Throwing out a grown-up reference there mm-hmm. for you. That is- whiskey and Nerds Podcast. <laughs>